guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode. I'm the host, Abby, for those of you who don't know me on Instagram or in real life. I'm a 23-year-old beauty blogger turned podcaster living in San Francisco. I'm all about living your best, most authentic life and not giving an F what other people think. You do you, boo. Anyway, this past year, I've been on a self-journey, just doing a lot more self-reflection and figuring out what I want in life. And a key part of that has been from having really raw, deep, and authentic conversations with my girlfriends. After a few of our combos, over cocktails, of course, I've decided to share these vulnerable topics we were discussing because it's something every woman can relate to and we do not talk about them enough. And speaking of a topic we don't talk enough with our women it's with our women, with our girlfriends, is women in finance and investing and investing your money early. So for today's episode, I have my good friend Meg on. She also did our previous episode about weight loss. And we are talking all things money, honey, how to invest early, just how empowering it is for women to invest their money and also to talk about it with other women and just share what we've learned along the way. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right, you guys, we are going to be talking about money, honey. <laughs> money. We love money. It's our favorite thing. Um, and so I have Meg as my guest again. If you guys watched last week's episode, we talked all things body issues and just how to have a better relationship with your body and your journey with weight loss. So definitely check that out if you guys haven't listened yet. Um, but another thing that really drew us together was mm-hmm. how independent we are. And also, again, like I said in the last episode, we come from similar backgrounds, but I didn't really go into depth. And basically just like, you know, we both have older dads mm-hmm. who have been married before and they are really successful in what they have done and what they have made for themselves and their families. And we also have half siblings too. Yeah. <laughs> I, always, I always say I'm an only child. I do too. Yeah. It's just because it's like my half brother is 15 years older than me. And I know yours like. I don't even want to do the math. Like <laughs> 30. Like yeah. 30 years older. Yeah. So it's like. And not. I feel like not that many people. Or like. I just be like. Oh yeah. I have a half brother. He's 15 years older. Like oh. Oh. Yeah. But. So it's like. We could relate on that issue. And. I think for. We were always really independent and then we started to talk about like money and investing Mm -hmm. when we got closer and I so I just wanted to take this episode to kind of talk about like just how empowering it is for like women to invest their money and like how to invest and how to get started because I I don't know about you or I don't know if who's the listeners can relate but until like a year or two ago, I always figured like, okay, like investing your money, that's something like adults do, right? Like, right. you know, I wouldn't, I don't have to worry about that till like I'm in my 40s, right? Like, you know, the stock market or 401k, like all that stuff. Like, that's just, I, I honestly didn't feel like I was qualified to even like open up an, a portfolio for a stock account or anything like that. Um, but this past year and kind of, I think again, you've told me that, you got really close with your dad when you started to take like business classes at SCU and like mm-hmm. kind of more of the talking about money and like business and finance. And I feel like I'm, that's kind of the same for me as well. So then I started to realize like, oh shoot, like I need to be building my wealth right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm in, these are investments. This isn't like a short term game. This is like long term, right? So mm-hmm. I need to invest now so that when I am retired, I have this nice chunk of cash, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited we're having this conversation because I feel like 
it's a lot of women, they don't think it's their place or they, or, it, you know, when you think stock market, you think it's like dominated by men, right? Just and suits and ties. Just suits and scaries. Yeah. And like yelling at the New York stock exactly. exchange. Um, but in reality, it's like, it's so empowering when we women can build our own wealth and it's, yeah, it's liberating, it's empowering. And I love to see other women build their wealth. And I don't think you need to, you don't need to have, a financial advisor or a wealth management advisor like my dad does but that's because he has he's been doing this for so long and has big investments but it's like for people just getting started I just did a bunch of research online I looked at the stock market what was trending I talked to my dad a bunch about it I talked to his like what his advisor was saying but I don't have my own wealth management advisor I go on my TD Ameritrade and I pick my stocks and stuff but I think that's also another misconception is that women feel like, oh, to do a stock market or to, you know, to invest in real estate, whatever, like I need to have all this advice from people when reality, like you're self-sufficient, girl, you mm-hmm. can do it yourself, open up Google, see what's happening. Yeah. Um, but how did you get started like with your stock po- portfolio? Because I think you had stocks even before I did. Yeah, I, it was my high school graduation um, like, you know, you'd get $50 from your aunt that you've seen twice and all this kind of stuff. And I just took all of that and my dad was like, what do you want to do with it? Like, do you want to buy, I don't even know what, like a car, what do you want to do? Or, you know, obviously not that much, but, and I said, I think I want to invest. And he just, his eyes lit up. He was like, really? And I honestly don't know where I got this idea. I love that. I I think it was just like a, um, I wanted to put it somewhere so that I didn't touch it when I was in college and doing dumb stuff. Um, So I started investing early. I have an advisor um, personally, and I love that you don't because – I think that that's what makes it so intimidating is people are like, oh, I have to get someone else to do it and I need to figure out all the nitty gritty behind it. And you really don't. It's a pretty streamlined process. Um, But the two rules I've always kind of gone by through this investing journey that I've had. So, I mean, I've had my stock account now for – Oh, gosh, like six years? That's a long time. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm getting there in my seniority. The first one is um, you're in it for the long game. Mm -hmm. Like some people are really into like chain turning stocks quick and like, you know, penny stocks and like, you know, pull it out like um, GameStop. Oh, my God. That whole thing was just insane. Oh, and we'll go over what like accounts you should open Robin Hood is not one of them. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, you can look that up. Yeah. But um, the second piece of advice, which is actually the most impactful piece of advice I've ever gotten um, about my wealth, is my half-brother actually said to me, he said, Meg, um, you need to figure out very early that no matter what you do with your wealth, it needs to be your own call. And it can't be some financial Mm -hmm. advisor suggesting you do something. It can't be some like financial guru online. Like you need to feel in your gut that this is the decision you want to do because at the end of the day, it's your money and your wealth Mm -hmm. and your decision. And I have like done trades that like someone suggested to me and I was like that was so dumb and like I knew in my gut that wasn't something I should have done um but yeah, yeah. that's a piece yeah of advice 
No, and I think too, like unless you're you're planning on like investing tens and twenties, thousands of dollars in the stock market, like then yeah, you should probably have an advisor. But I also think people our age are not doing that. Like mm-hmm. for me, I remember my aunt, she she's super into the stock market and like for like my graduation from college, she gave me a thousand dollars and she's like, here, open up a stock account and like invest in it. So like, you know, a thousand dollars, like that's, it's nice, but it's not like going to make me like $20,000, you know, it's, it's really, I think there is this shift now kind of starting to happen because I've noticed like my other friends, or at least we're getting to that age, right? Where now we're thinking about our wealth. It's not, you know, you have your salary from your job, but it's like, I don't know about you, but I've like watched my dad, like he's a dentist, he has his own, he makes his own salary, but then he took that money, invested it in the stock market, invested it in real estate, and he's like tripled, quadrupled his wealth Mm -hmm. from it. So it's like, you know, it feels good to have a lot in your savings, right? And I always think you should have a stable amount in your savings, and it's important to build your savings up before you decide to just invest all your money. But you can just have your money sit in your savings account. Or when you're in your 50s or 60s after you worked, you can, you know, you can invest it early and then you're going to have this, you're going to quadruple the money Mm -hmm. that you made, you know? So that's why I've started to really get into um, the stock market. This is going to sound really like ironic or counterintuitive because I want security, but the stock market is not secure (laughs) at all. But like I want that when I'm older, I know like, okay, I'm going to have an extra chunk of change, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more about, maybe go into like what stocks we have, what we're, you know, or we could even start with like how to open up an account because I didn't know anything. So I have, I have TD Ameritrade. Mm-hmm. Who do you, who do you, who's your brokerage? Uh, UBS. Oh, I haven't heard of them. Yes. United Bank of Switzerland. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> She's international. So, do we have some offshore accounts? <laughs> no, 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 no. But um, yeah, I honestly, like when I started, it was, it, it's fun. It's fun. And I went, I thought to myself, what are things that I want to invest in? So there was a lot of like, Nike and there was the Apples and there was the Googles and there was the clean, you know, clean technology stocks and there was the um, some stable, really boring stocks that because I came from a finance background that like I knew that's what I wanted. So um, I also highly recommend ETFs if you're an ETF kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, I have some. A, yeah. It's a really easy way to get a couple different companies at a time and get a broad stroke over yeah. an industry. I highly recommend those as well. Yeah. How did how did you um, get your account opened? So I was like, I basically told my dad because he, he started to talk to me the past few years about his stocks and like mm-hmm. be more open. Like, oh, I'm buying like, I'm not going to say how many shares, but I'm buying these shares of so-and-so. We're like, hey, did you check the market? So I was like, actually, I'm starting to get interested in it. So I asked my dad, I was like, what, what do I do? He's like, well, there's, you know, open account, TD Ameritrade, Fidelity. There's, I just, mm-hmm. I was like, I've heard of TD Ameritrade before, so I'm just going to open yeah. an account with them. And honestly, it's been great. They're super easy. I can just go on my account. It shows me my dashboard, like how, what my stocks are doing, how much, you know, my growth that I've had in my money. And then I can just go in and like type in what share I want or like what stock I want, how many shares, and then it'll like process that for me. So it's it's really easy. I recommend, I know people 
Lamb. They also do Fidelity, which has been really good. Mm-hmm. Stay away from Robin Hood. Um, don't do it. Don't just do it. Don't. It's just yeah. Just just go with like a credible source. Um, mm-hmm. And then ask like ask your older old, older family members like what they use because I know there's a bunch of other, like I didn't even know about UBS, but yeah, yeah, I have a bunch of friends that love Fidelity. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. but you have an interesting kind of side um wealth growth in that you don't you you are in your early career have or in your early life have really thought about not only investing in stocks but you want to invest some point in real estate oh yes and i'm so glad you brought that up because it's like when you invest it's it's not just the stock market it's real estate too which is i've i love real estate i don't i could never be a real estate agent like i don't know how you do sales because i could never <laughs> do that and i could never be a real estate agent because it is non-stop like uh-huh. non-stop and i feel like similar with sales it's like really who you know and like mm-hmm. um but i respect and i love real estate so much my dad he he flips places or he'll rent out places um and that's how I that was just like natural to me like he'd like take your daughter to work day and he'd like show me his new place that he's renovating and all his contractors are working on the place real estate is prime like honestly Mm -hmm. like stock market is great you like you can make so much but like real estate is like where it's at I feel like honestly and I can't afford to get any real estate on my salary that's like something down down the line like maybe in 20 years that I want to do maybe 10, 15, who knows? But think about people who bought like places in San Francisco 50 years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. Quadrupled. Yeah, it's it's, it's insane, honestly. I don't really have too much to speak to just because I can't like I haven't obviously bought in a place, but like my dad bought in a place. Well, I mean, he my dad bought my condo for me, Mm -hmm. so we own it, but I'm on title as well because he like, this is the part that I want to do. Like, I want to have and make investments for me, but also for, like, my future kids. Like, mm-hmm. this, the, he bought the condo for me as a gift because I'm his only daughter and he loves me. But he also bought this because he knows this is going to be an investment for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, when I'm not – when I move out, whatever, in a couple years or who knows when – He's going to – he owns it, so he's going to rent it out to make money every single month. And then, you know, when he passes, it's in the trust that I get it. So then I'm going to be making money every month renting it or maybe I sell it, and you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like those investments. And I also think with real estate, it's like not just about flipping houses and selling them for a million more or whatever. It's like the renting is mm-hmm. really hot right now. And that's what my dad does a lot is he will fix up a place and then he'll rent it. And also to know like when you do do this, like especially real estate, you take on debt. Like you have to take out loans and shit. So it's not like you're just like, you know, making right, all this money. Right. You have bills to pay. But it's like you're building this generational wealth, basically. Mm-hmm. So I really find find real estate super fascinating. But then also, too, is can we talk about how important it is to set up a 401k or a Roth IRA? Like yes. when you get a job. Yes. Like, you know, you could save We love a savings account, but make sure you're building, you're getting interest on that. You know, that's another great way to earn some extra cash if you're like, okay, well, I don't have a lot of cash right now, so I can't do too much in the stock market. Definitely can't do real estate. Set up an IRA account, you know, mm-hmm. get some interest on your money that's just sitting in the bank. I think it's one of the easiest things people can do. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a really secure, simple way to go. 
And I know there's one if you're self-employed, so 1099. And then there is another Roth IRA that you can get if you're a W-2 employee. Yeah. So um, definitely a prime piece of yeah. wealth you And you build. can do that through your bank or yeah. you can do that through a brokerage as well. But um, doesn't it just feel like liberating and like powerful low-key? Like I like, you know – I'll be, I don't know, out, but not with COVID, but before like out with people or with other, with guys or business professionals in my work. And I'll be talking to them like, oh yeah, do you see this stock? Or like, and they're like, wait, whoa, you know about stocks, <laughs> which is a little degrading. Like, yeah. excuse me, just because I'm a woman, but also low key, then they're like, oh shit, she knows. Or she hurt shit, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I do, honey. Like I just made over like. A, a couple hundred bucks today with my stocks. Thanks. Yes. You know? um, and it's just like, I just love to see other women building their wealth too. I'm like, yes, sweetie. Like I want women to talk about their finances, talk about like helping like, girl, check out this stock. Like you should invest in the stock. It's doing really well, you know? Like, yeah, I think that um, guys are taught it really mm-hmm. naturally, but then girls are taught different things. And I think it's, you know, there's something to be said about once you get into a place where you can do it, just like capitalizing on saving and growing your wealth so early because it just it pays dividends over time. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I love like the stock market. Like it also, again, it doesn't have to be super serious. Like, I mean, obviously you want it to be, but if you're putting in like, let's say a couple hundred dollars in the stock market, like it's not going to hurt you if – or it's not going to kill you if, you know, your stock that you pick drop, right? And right. it's a couple hundred dollars. If you were investing a couple hundred thousand dollars, that's a different story. But it's fun. It's low-key like gambling, honestly. <laughs> like, don't you love when you like look at the stock market and like it's all green and pluses and like my eyes get bigger. I'm like, money. But yeah. then the next day it'll be all red and it's like goes down. And you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. what is happening? Like yep. literally I'll be like, oh my God, it's a roller coaster. But it's Fine. It's filled with adrenaline. It is. And that's that's why my piece of advice is like, it's the long game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to go up. It's going to go down. I guarantee. And you just got to keep with it. And in 80 years, it's going to be, you know, worth yeah. so much more than it is today. So much more. And like, you can talk about what stocks we have. But like, to see more... I like to purchase stock from like women founders too. So like, I yep. bought Bumble. Like, I love to see love it. Love the story behind Bumble. Right? Like, it's so iconic. If you guys haven't heard, like, how she got her start, it's such, like, worth, like, Googling because what a badass. Like, basically, short short version, she was a part of Tinder, the core group founders. They, like, kicked her out. She got, like, se- sexually harassed or something mm-hmm. like that. Sued him for a million dollars. Used that to make Bumble. And now she's the youngest woman IPO and, like, a billionaire. Like... What better revenge than that, you know? Literally the the goal of all time. Right? Yeah. Um, so it's like I like – so I have Bumble and like I was nervous. I bought it like right when it came out. So mm-hmm. I bought it for like 80 bucks and now I think – I don't know. It's like at 65 or maybe 70. So it ha- it's gone down. But I'm not stressing. Like you said, I'm in it for the long game. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we live in the Bay Area. I work in tech. You worked. You work in tech. So I have a lot of tech. I love Square. Square's killing it. I got it at 192, mm-hmm. and now it's at 229. Jeez. Just today, I don't have a ton of stock, but in it, but still, and like, oh shoot, Oracle's up a ton. That's like where I used to work. 
Um, NetApp is killing it. So like definitely I recommend investing in tech companies, but also like I've invested in this um, company called Amaris, which is a, if you're into the skincare beauty, they own Biosense skincare Mm -hmm. and they're all about clean, natural beauty, but like they're the science, the biological engineering science behind it. And they, for the longest time, my dad actually met like the SVP at some function and that's how he heard about the company. And when he heard about it, they were at like a dollar or two. Oh my. They're at 1937 right now. <gasps> Whoa. Right? So just like, it's just fun to like see that. And then like, yeah, like I, I bought some after pay because like, I think that idea is cool, but like ever since I bought it, it's gone down. I'm like, well, fuck it. Okay. Hopefully one day it'll go up. You yeah. Know? You can't win them all. Um, but it's, it's just fun. And I think it's crucial. It's empowering. Like, You're making these yeah, decisions. exactly. And like I said, I, like you said, I get advice from people. I do my research, but at the end of the day, I'm making yeah. the decision. I think my favorite line that I've heard, and you and I have talked about this a lot, is dear Michael G or Michael. Wow. Wow. Let's try that again. Um, <laughs> the, tiki- the gin is hitting. The gin <laughs> is hitting. Um, Michael B. Jordan <laughs> did a lovely thing for Valentine's. Would for you like Lori to t- Harvey. Oh, this is, this is the energy that I need from my hubby bee. Okay. <laughs> this is what I need. Instead of buying an Hermes bag, which we would love. I mean, I will take an Hermes honey. I'm still day. looking for a Birkin. That's that's yeah, fun. that's yeah. we're we're we want a Birkin honey. But instead of she already has Birkin, so they're not like that special to her. But instead of just buying her another bag, he's like, no, let me buy her Hermes stock. Like how what? insane. Oh my God. I think I like, like not even low key, high key think that's the sexiest thing a man can do as like a gift Mm -hmm. is buy me stock. First of all, because like what we talked about, it's ingrained in in men's mind at such a young age to invest their money. Mm -hmm. That's what they do to be powerful, right? To build their wealth. Right. And, And for them to like, I don't know how to really say this without coming out weird, but like for them to like look at you as like an equal and be like, yeah, she deserves that stock. Obviously, a, a man should look at as a woman as equal, but we both know that's not the reality. Right. Anyway, so for me to know like, oh, he he's going to buy me stock like he knows I I'm on he knows his you're level. smart. He knows you're on it. He knows you exactly. understand the value of you that are, stock. Exactly. Thank you for making it. Yeah. Sound better. He knows that you're going to be like. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And, you know, be excited about the bag, but also like the stock and the growth over time and understand that inflation and what it's going to do and the dividends down the line. Yeah. It's, that's so like, oh my God, if a man literally like gave me a certificate of like stock, doesn't have to be Hermes, it could be like something else. I mean, if if it was Amazon, then I'm marrying him (laughs) right now. (laughs) Amazon, $3,000 a share, honey. Let's go to Vegas and get a load. Like, yeah. But like, I'd be like, oh my God, like I found my soulmate. So in 10 years, we're going to look back at this podcast and we're going to remember this moment. And when he hands Abby stock, I will reference this. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of bags. So you just purchased your first Chanel all by yourself, may I mention. I did. All with her own hard-earned money. Like I'm so proud. So proud. Thank you. It was definitely a um, exciting moment because I've wanted to do it since I was like eight years old. 
uh, I did feel guilt. I was like, oh, gosh, I should probably just invest this in the stock market. So there was a lot of back and forth. I think I talked about it with you for a year. Yeah, I know you've been wanting the back for so long. And, you know, it's like, yeah, you could have like taken that money and invested it, but you've also wanted this for so, so long. And the quote, like I, we were in a group chat and with some of our friends and I remember you said like, Oh, Chanel bags are just prettier stocks because honestly, <laughs> they hold their value or increase over time. So it's not like you're going to get like a trendy Gucci bag or something that in right. a year is going to be like way less than you paid for like Chanel bags. Like they're going to go for even more like the vintage ones down the line. So it is in a way prettier stock, it's right? It's a prettier like, stock. For reference, last year, a Chanel flap went up $1,000 in yeah. retail price. And so um, I think I read somewhere that it's like outperforming the S&P. Wow. That's I don't, insane. Don't, don't fact check me on will, that because like I maybe that's I would believe not. It, yeah. But I mean like because they've gone through so many price increases in the last three to four years. Yeah. No, I remember you saying you were going to get the bag and then you're like, oh shit. I didn't realize prices are over $1,000 higher this year. Yeah. And I feel like maybe part of that is because of the um, tax tariff that – U.S. has put on France. Yep, yep. Um, but still, regardless, and I could totally see down the line them increasing the prices. So, you know, I think you're going to be just fine. It's definitely an Thank investment you. piece. It's a stock you can hang on your on your shelf and see every I like day. To see where my money is. In yeah, my we closet. like to see exactly where our money is. Um, and then also too, you know, everyone's situation with money is different, and don't think like I have like thousands and tens of twenties of thousands of dollars in the stock market I definitely don't like there'll be some days where I'm like all right I got an extra I got an extra 200 bucks let's see I'm gonna like out and I'll buy like three or four stocks so it's like not not a lot but it's like a slow increment of building you know and also too there's other ways to uh, just make some extra cash. This is what I like to do is so I have a Poshmark account. I sell mm-hmm. my old Poshmark or my old clothes on Poshmark. You can also do Depop or I think that's what it's called. Um, and in the past year, I've made over $4,000 in this Literally, year. Literally what? And it's that's like- so mind blowing. Right? And of course, I've spent some of that money towards my credit card bills because I love to <laughs> shop. But I'm like, you could low key keep your your whole paycheck but if you can sell clothes on the side or like if or sell whatever, like you can do bag shoes. Side hustle. And a side hustle. And then take that money you make from your side hustle and invest it in the stock market. Yes. You know? Yes. So it's like a win-win. And then take your your savings from your real job and put that in a 401k, sis. There you go. There you, there go. you go. Exactly. And I do want to bring up as we kind of wrap this up, like everybody's situation is different. And like, mm-hmm. you know, this conversation we're having is really for people that are, you know, not trying to keep their head above water and like that's a whole other boat. And um, at the end of the day, we just really want young females to feel empowered about their wealth and feel in control of their wealth because it's something we don't talk about enough today society. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's true. It's like this year has hit people really hard. Right. And we're so fortunate to know like – like, you know, we've been hit, but we're above water. We're, we're fine. Yeah. But I know there's a lot of people who aren't. But I think, again, the whole the whole reason I wanted to talk to you about this topic was to empower women to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I can fucking invest in the stock market. It's not just for older men or I just don't have – I don't have to wait until I'm 40 or 50. Like, right. you can do it right now, sis. And, yep. and you know, and it's – again – 
I, I didn't think that way for a long time because no one talked about it. I didn't have any no. girlfriends to talk to about it. All I did was talk to my dad, but he's this old guy, old white guy who's investing right. in the stock market. So it's like, I didn't know that I could, I could do it. So I just hope, you know, other girls realize like, oh shit, I can and I'm going to build my wealth. I love it. Love it. But all right, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this little episode. I think it's a little quicker and more fun and relaxed than some of the other deeper topics we talk about. But it's getting late and I need to go to sleep right now. So <laughs> thank you, Meg, for doing two amazing episodes with me. I seriously appreciate it. I loved it. Thank you for having me mm-hmm. anytime. All right, guys. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast, rate and review because it seriously means so much to me and really helps me out. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Real Talk with Abby to stay up to date on the latest podcast episodes. Bye.